don't even have to put it up. It says, what does it say? Anybody know? What's that, yeah. Uh-huh. Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing what? The word. Okay. Then put up there, Hebrews 11, 1. <laughs> Amplified. Okay. And faith has to be now. And see, all of a sudden you have that faith for healing. You have that faith for supply of money. You have that faith for, and you've got it. But you have to get into the scriptures before you can get that faith. Because it comes by hearing the word. And it, and, and it says hearing. So it doesn't mean you just look at the Bible and go, I didn't hear what you said, Bible. <laughs> it has to be loud enough because it goes in the inner rear down to your spirit that you have to repeat it, speak it out loud. Folks, this is, uh, this is extreme. I'm telling you things that are tonight that are going to deliver you. I don't think I'm going to be able to get through thy notes, but I tell you, the Lord, he just made me, I start writing, 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 writing. Okay. Anyway, Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, it's not, you know, it's, it's faith is right now, <laughs> is the assurance. It's the confirmation. It's the title deed. Maybe you have a title deed from an inheritance. You, 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 uh, uh, you got a, there was a will and, and there was a title deed. And it said you uh, have a piece of land in, who knows, Arizona. I always say Arizona. I was going to say someplace different. <laughs> I was actually going to say Washington. <laughs> anyway, and, um, uh, and see, you, have you seen it yet? Have you seen the land? The lawyer told you, right? Okay. But you believe it because he said it. How much more? This is the title deed to what Jesus did on the cross. What's in here is forever. It'll never, heaven and earth will pass away, but this word won't. The whole earth will blow up, but this won't. <laughs> because this word is Jesus. I'll, I'll repeat it. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Okay, so now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of the things we hope for. The things we have a blueprint for or a vision for, maybe it's a nice house, maybe it's a better car, maybe it's a job, maybe it's healing of your body, you know, totally of cancer or something. And uh, okay, the things we have a vision for being the proof of things we do not see. Here's the proof. And the conviction of their reality. Faith Perceiving as real fact what is not revealed to the senses that's as yet. But you believe it so much that you can see it. Yeah. It's kind of like having, um, uh, uh, okay, you're pregnant and you have a, uh, uh, what am I, um, come on, help me. Ultrasound. ultrasound. You know what? They didn't have ultrasounds. When I had four kids, they still weren't invented. <laughs> And you have an ultrasound. You see the baby in there. Do you believe it? This is what this is. This is like seeing the baby in there. You know what I mean? Your answer is in here. If you keep repeating it. Does that help you to understand that? See, and then nine months later, the baby appears. You know, and maybe later you'll see what you were hoping for appears. Like somebody in here got a free car. You know what? It appeared. What you hoped for appeared. You see, do you see what I'm talking about? Faith. Faith in God. Trusting God. See, the word of God you hear or don't hear is life and death to you. Especially when you hear bad news or in a crisis, right? This word is life and death to you. It's why we need to have a hunger for the word. I tell you, it will sustain me in the middle of the night when it's dark and I, I know scriptures because they'll come right up out of my spirit. Songs from 1980 
in the church, which were word songs will come up when something's wrong. And I think, how come I'm singing that? We never even sing it in church. And I go, oh, it's my answer. <laughs> and it comes right up out of there because it's so ingrained in there. You see, okay, the more sugar you eat, the more sugar you want. <laughs> That's what the Lord <laughs> Actually, I'm a protein. I like I can't stand it without protein. <laughs> I feel uh, dizzy without it. But the more, you know, the more protein you eat, the more protein you want, honestly. And it depends on what you feed on. See, in other words, the same with what you listen to or talk about or you crave it. The more you do something like sugar, you crave it. You know what I'm, what I'm talking about? See, you crave, you, if you start to crave songs and movies and those with using God's name in vain, pretty soon you don't even, and swearing, you know, you don't, you don't even hear it. And it, but it's going in you, it's going in you, going in you. But if you see, hear the word all the time, it goes in you. You don't even understand how much it goes in, that inner ear when it's out loud. You see, and some people, they watch murder movies, cruelty, ghosts, fear movies, witchcraft, horror movies, yeah. Explicit sexual scenes, pornography, that stuff goes in you. And it kills this, even if you're going to church. It kills it. And uh, I'm just, this is what the Lord told me to say. So, see, the way people keep a sound, disciplined mind would include not listening to or watching this kind of thing. But watching the opposite or getting in the Word. Or, you know, and there, there's nice, funny movies out there, cute, you know. See, you believe that Jesus died for your sins was buried, rose from the dead in three days, and ascended up to heaven. Now, that's how you get born. Okay, they say, okay, you're supposed to say that. You know, I believe that Jesus died for my sins. You know, he, he was buried, and he rose from the dead and ascended up into heaven. I realized that all the time I went to church, that was as far as I went. He was my Savior. Now, when I lead somebody to the Lord up here or anywhere, I, I say that, but I say that's all part of salvation. But the part that really matters is to live a practical life of salvation. Not, see, we get, okay, this is it. This is what I see. People in the church say that, and then they live in the world system. And, um, and, and, and they don't really make him the Lord of their life. You have to make him the Lord of your life. Okay, I did put Romans 12:1 on there, and it says, do, you can put it up for, okay, do not be conformed to the world. Conformed means you act like the world, you want the world. I've got actual... Definitions in my Bible. I wrote them right in there in Romans. 12. Oh, okay. What? Oh. Sorry. Well, no, that's. Okay. But, okay, this one I wanted to say too. For <laughs> Romans 12 1. I beseech you. Go ahead. Both. <laughs> Okay, therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a... That's Hebrews. <laughs> I appeal to you, brethren, and beg you in view of all the mercy of God. He's so merciful to make a decisive dedication of your body. Presenting all your members, all your faculties, eyes, ears, nose, throat, what you say, look at, as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God. You know what? That's the way you can really give him service and worship him. Amen. It says, it's a rational, intelligent service. Yeah. And worship him. Yeah. Okay, let's see. All right. Okay, so in the salvation prayer, we have, sometimes we need, we need to say, Jesus added on to that 
that, you know, uh, what I say, I believe that you died on the cross, blah, 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 blah. And then you say, Jesus, I want to make you the Lord of my life. What I look at, what I hear, what I say with my mouth, what I put into my mouth. You know, see, are we doing that? We become Christians and then just, oh, just live like the world, just hang around with the worldly people, just hang around, you know. I want to tell you something. We live in a, you know, there's nine houses where we live. We lived there for over 50 years already. But when we became Christians, we were in a denominational church with the neighbors across the day. And then, you know, we, <laughs> we left it, which was very much persecution from our family. But we did it anyway, and um, I'm glad we did. But we got back with the family later. They saw that actually all our kids were better kids than theirs. <laughs> and, uh, and, um, and then, I mean, those, we had to stop running around with them. Because, and I know that some of you work in places where there's a lot of swearing. I mean, that's just something that you've got to be strong in the Lord. And the power of his might and not, not uh, conform to it or let them get to you. You get to them. But, um, yeah, I mean, because there was a lot of, and even though it was the same church I went to, it was a lot of GD, GD. And I can remember even the first time I heard it, I, it just went like, even <laughs> put a stab in my spirit. GD, GD, no, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, it is, it's hard to listen to, but, you know, you have a friend. And I know you hear it other places. I know. I mean, but um, that's something that I still, you know, I don't I, you love the person, yes, you but yeah. you stop hanging around with them. There was a lot of drinking with them, which I, ugh. anyway. But, <laughs> and um, stuff like that right across the street. <laughs> And so, see, it, it, you have to change where you fellowship with. You have to change what you listen to that you put in your mouth or say out of your mouth what you hear, what you look at on TV. There's a lot of garbage. <laughs> see, and that's when you first become Bernagone. Again, you have got to get in the word. I've seen people who were born again for 20 years and never get in the word. You cannot survive without it. And if you can't read very well, get a, a, a CD, but get it. They got DVDs out there and you can hear, hear it and then you'll get used to that, you know, and start attending a church, but not just any church. See, read the word if you can, because it's God speaking to you personally. At first it may be, but you've got to get in it. And then meditate on it. Well, I don't know how to meditate. Do you know how to worry? I'm I know some of you know this, but some people in here don't. Do you know how to worry? It's what you're thinking about. Because I'll catch myself thinking. As old a Christian as I'm, are you kidding? Ooh. See, I had some symptoms myself, you know, and I, I've caught myself just thinking, and you're, what, are you, what is this? What are you, what happened to you? Why are you this way? You know, blah, 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 blah. And um, I had to keep going, especially when we had speakers. And I tell you what, it lasted for almost a month because of that. And, you know, anyway, I'm not going to go there. But um, I was kind of like not think, I had to, really disciplined my mind. And all I wanted to do was sleep, so I wasn't getting into the Word. I, I'm being honest with you. It's hard. You can, okay, so you don't really, and you go, oh, oh. yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm going to lay down, Lord, I can't. I'd put on um, a YouTube or some uh, preaching. That's what I would do and let it run. Or the healing, the healing scriptures, you know, by Nancy Dufresne or yes. whoever that you can get on there. And so, but see, it is so important. To, and then, like, when I woke up this morning, like three, four, I don't know, and I got all those thoughts. See, he's trying to attack you. I know that someone said it's impossible for a Christian to be attacked by the devil, but it's not. Because you have got a spirit that's sealed. I, I feel led.
this now. Your spirit man is sealed by Christ. He lives in there. But you've got a soul, which is your mind, your will, your will. God's not going to force you to do nothing. The devil will. And your emotions. You saw my emotions try to break down. You know, you've got to be strong in the Lord and the power of his mind. It's okay. I mean, you know, you, it, you understand that. But I can control myself. And, um, but you, you're, the more you read the word, the stronger your soul area gets and you resist. You resist that devilish thing. And that's what makes people crack up and wind up on drugs for psychiatric drugs. It does, or drinking, or drugs, drug drugs, you know, that hurt you. And suicide, all that stuff. See, and this will heal your mind. I know it will. I've tried it and it works. <laughs> okay. So see, this is something you can never let go. So put up there Galatians 5, 22. Okay, so when you first become born again, the fruit of the Spirit, I call it, are injected into you. <laughs> God, God takes a hypodermic needle and he goes... <laughs> okay, so this is, but I'm gonna, this is out of the Amplified and it's rather whoops, specific. <laughs> but the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes, he lives in you, is love, first of all. And then it talks about eight other ones, but just keep it up there. But you know what? If you love, you operate in all the rest. Okay, but it is. It's joy. It's gladness. It's peace. So all during that time when I didn't feel real well, I lost my peace and I lost my joy. Honestly. I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And I wanted him back. <laughs> Patience and even temper. <laughs> Forbearance. You're, um, uh, you're, you bear with other, others or you, you can stand things long enough. You know what I mean? Otherwise you get crabby. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you're a big crab. <laughs> Maybe I should turn this way. I'm always turning that way. Okay. <laughs> Kindness. You're, actually, you're kind and not crabby and mean. No. <laughs> goodness. Now, goodness always means benevolence. It means a giver. Your faithfulness. Keep going. You're gentle and meek and humble. <laughs> See, those things, can you can lose them when you don't feel good. Right? <laughs> but that's where you got to be strong in the Lord. Power is right. Okay. There's self-control, self-restraint, or continence. Against such things, there is no law that can bring a charge. But if you do the opposite, there is a charge. The enemy can come in. You open the door. And those who belong to Christ Jesus, the Messiah, have crucified the flesh. The, this stuff is godless human nature. The outward body. You see, your body is on earth. For you, it's a tent. When you die, it falls to the floor. Your spirit and your soul rise and go to heaven or to hell. Both of them. They said, they said you're aware. Your spirit and your soul. People don't know that you're a three-part being. This body gives you the right to walk on the earth. And you know what? Satan was looking, looking for a body yes, to use. Yes. But so is God. He's looking for a body to use on the earth. Yes. That's people when they say, God does everything. All I have to do is, no. He's looking for somebody he can use. Somebody who will say what he wants to. This is, I'm, I'm teaching this because we got a lot of new people and we need to review it ourselves. And there, there is, this is like, a, a course Come in, yeah. and this is what God gave me to do today. Yeah. Okay, was I verse 24? And those who belong to Christ Jesus the Messiah have crucified the flesh, and we've got to learn to do that. I mean, we're going to do it till <laughs> for a long time. I'm still doing it <laughs> uh, with its passions 
and appetites and desires that aren't quite right always. Okay, now go jump back to verse 13. Galatians 5, 13. I'll take a drink here. Amplified. Yep. For you, brethren, this is right before the other scriptures. For you, brethren, were indeed called to freedom. Only do not let your, your freedom be an incentive to your flesh. You didn't say, I'm free, I'm free, I can do what I want. <laughs> you still have to have self-restraint. And an opportunity or excuse for selfishness, but through love you should serve one another. Keep going. For the whole law concerning human relationships is complied with in the one precept, you shall love your neighbor as you do yourself. But if you bite and devour one another in partisan strife, be careful that you and your whole fellowship are not consumed by one another. That includes gossip, talking about others, oh, look how they act and I'm better. Makes us feel better. No, no, no. You are judging people. Don't, that, he's the only judge. Or you get in trouble. <laughs> um, did we read that whole verse? Yeah. Oh, no. Wait a yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Go back to it. Partisan strife. Be careful that you and your whole fellowship are not consumed. We did, but I just want to repeat it. By one another. Go ahead. <clears throat> but I say walk and live habitually. Make it a habit in the Holy Spirit because he lives in you. Responsive to, controlled and guided by the Spirit. It isn't right. To, well, okay, well, gee, I heard these people in the church swear, so I could swear too. Get off of it. No, you don't. No, you be the higher example. And, and you know... Uh, yeah, well, oh boy. Anyway, something came through. Uh, and I can't say that. But anyway, okay. So controlled and guided by the Holy Spirit because you got the capability to do it because he injected that stuff in you that we talked about. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh of human nature without God. This is committing fornication, adultery, all that stuff. Okay, keep going. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit that lives in you. You know what it says? You grieve him. You know what the word grief means? You cr he cries. He lives in you. And he's got to put up with that. He can't, he can't, he just doesn't go out of you. And so he's going there, oh, no, no, God. I don't want him to do this. You know what? God is so merciful. I'll tell you, and the desire of the spirit are opposed to the flesh, the godless human nature, for these are antagonistic to each other. <laughs> they fight continually withstanding and in conflict with the other. Do this. No, don't do this. Oh, do that. No, don't do that. You see what I mean? Yeah. Could be the devil and the Holy Spirit. Devil yeah. and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. See, that's why you get it strong in the word. And repeat it so that your inner ear picks it up and makes it go. You, you, can, you can have this word. You can be born again. But if you have no word sitting in your spirit, you don't have the ability to overcome. You don't. You have no resource. You might be there, but there's nothing to draw on. See, and that's where I got in the word right away. And... and uh, and I had resource. I, I would be shocked what came up out of there in a situation when I was a baby Christian. It would come up, and I go, "Oh, I didn't even know I knew that." But I've been reading it, and so God put it in there. Okay, and I'm not saying that, but I mean, I just I look back on things and know that it worked. That's why I want to help other people. Continually withstanding and in conflict with each other, the spirit and the devil. Okay, so that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. When he gets a hold of you, you know it. 
you're totally yeah. can't do this. You don't have the strength. You don't have the energy because you feel bad about something or depression. Yeah, condemnation comes in. All that stuff. I didn't even finish reading Romans 12.1. <laughs> I do. Okay, but you are guided. He's trying to go, hey, do this, do this, say this, get in the Word, get, put this tape on, do this, listen to this song. It could be a song, good songs. If you are guided and led by the Holy Spirit, you're not subject to the law. See, now the doing, let's see, how far, 21. Okay, now the doings and practices of the flesh are clear. They are immorality. Immorality, impurity, indecency, okay, idolatry. Oh, well, I don't, I don't do idols. Want to bet? They can idols can be money. They can be football games. They can be your children. You have to love God more than your children. You have to love God more than your husband or your wife. But I will say this: in a marriage, your wife or your husband come. God comes first, yes. then comes the husband yes. and wife, then comes the children. Yes. Okay. Sorcery. You know what? Well, I don't practice witchcraft. You don't want to bet? Overload of even prescription drugs. Do you know that pharmacia means sorcery? I learned that in nursing. Yeah, my degree. But, you know, pharmacia, right, doesn't it? it mean, if you look it up, it means sorcery, which is witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I take, I mean, I'll take something that helps me. I mean, you know, if, it, if I've gotten that far, I'm not, I'm not afraid to, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, it's, it's just the idea you can overload on that stuff. And you're taking, like, I'm my age. There's some people at my age taking 15 pills a day. The pills we take are vitamins. <laughs> but I mean, right now I did go because this thing lasted so long because I didn't take care of myself too. And uh, yeah, I mean, they actually thought I had walking pneumonia. <laughs> but um, I didn't. <laughs> anyway. So, okay. So it's Enmity, you're fighting all the time, or angry. Strife. Everything somebody says, you say it in a mean way to them. That's, don't, do you like that as somebody? Jealousy of other people, anger, ill temper, selfishness, hanging on to everything, you know? Um, divisions dissensions, causing them because of jealousy, a party spirit. In other words, you, you, you get into, well, I don't believe all this stuff that they preach. I'm going to, I believe this is good. And you start telling people and you get into factions and sex with uh, S-E-C-T-S with peculiar, weird, unscriptural opinions and heresies. You can? Okay, so... That Romans 12, 1, though, I'm just going to, do you, see, give your body over. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a, okay, then I wanted to say, be not conformed, wait, I got a definition for that, be not conformed, don't act according to, or be in agreement with, or similar to, to the world, or be harmonious, because Oh, they might make fun of me at work, so I'm just going to laugh at the dirty jokes, and I'm going to do this. You can stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares what they think? Amen. Stop it. Yeah. Swearing so people like you at work. The world likes you. So they'll stand before God, and you'll say, why did I do that? Don't be submissive to the world. But then it says in the Bible... Don't be conformed to the world, but be transformed. Transformed means change your nature. Convert from one state of acting to another with a new purpose. You know what? You all heard of metamorphosis, right? You change from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Amen. You change from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Metamorphosis. 
So see, remember, that whole thing made Jesus Lord of what I eat, what I drink, what I say, what I, uh, what I hear, what I look at, what I use my hands for. It's supposed to be this. Where I go with my feet. Seriously. To a girly show. Uh, to a naked show. Whatever. To the pornography on the internet. Whatever. No, 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 no. Don't let your eyes see that garbage. Okay. See, your love walk is directly related to your faith. Life and how we live. Your love walk. You, okay, remember, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So in the new birth, redemption, salvation, is redeemed you, rescued you from three things. From spiritual death, from poverty, which many people don't, are still living in, and from sickness and disease which I still have symptoms of. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not there. But I'm telling you, he redeemed us. He rescued us. He ransomed us. So we got a ways to go to get in this word. So, you know, now faith, okay, now faith is heaven's monetary system. In other words, you want to buy something at the store, if you want to buy Freedom from poverty, freedom from sickness and disease. Stand in faith of what the word tells you to do Amen. instead of what the world system tells you to do. Amen. Because faith is, she, sa she said the word, and I see that she meant it in her heart. It didn't come from the head. It came from the heart. God, send the angels down there. Get them a car. Get them and do what, do what, what they need. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Faith is heaven's monetary system. Yeah. It's like you go to the grocery store, you give money or a check or a charge card or whatever. You know what? I, you know, we don't give checks too much anymore. But, um, <laughs> but that's you give them the faith from your heart because you've been saying it. Yeah. It's coming out of your spirit, man. You got your answer. Yes, you do. Yeah. Amen. So without faith working, you can't live heaven on earth or receive healing or financial freedom. Now, I'm not... Okay, so see... Um, well, okay. So, so faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. How does faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. Hearing, not just... Not just reading... The word of God. And see, that's in Galatians 5, 6. But you can hear it and may not be walking in love. Come on. By the stripes of Jesus, you were healed. Amen. My gosh, that guy at work made me so cotton big and mad. I wanted to kill him. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, you might be thinking that. And you might think, what right does he have to have? <laughs> you know, and. I just can't forgive him because he said something about my wife and kids or, you know what I mean? Or he said something that really made me look bad and it wasn't even the truth and now the boss is mad at me. You see what I mean? You're walking in unforgiveness and there goes the love out the door and you want to be healed or you want finances and it, why isn't it working? Why? God, it's your fault. You're not listening to me. I'm speaking the word and speaking the word about, about um, healing, and it doesn't work. Do you know what? Even during that time, I was speaking the word or trying to, and I found, I found out that I had unforgiveness for somebody. God showed me. I'm being honest with you so you can get delivered too. And I went, oh my gosh, I got to have a good session with you, God. And I had every right to be in unforgiveness for what was said and done. But, but I went, no, 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 no. And he said, that's why you're not getting over this. <laughs> and I had really had a good long session and cried in his arms <laughs> and said, God, I, I, I don't want this. 
give me that, you know, and he did. He even gave me the feelings back because I wanted my heart to be right. You know, it can happen to us, especially when your, um, your flesh is down or you don't have that strength and that, and it was for a long time. Oh my gosh. I was like, God, that was a trial, I tell you. But it works. Finances are given to you because you walk up operating in love. And you go, why don't I get the finances? Everybody else gets them. I tie, they give offerings, nothing happens. Check your love life. And I know Pastor Nancy's talking about this, but I felt so led. See, it, and she herself, and I've heard Kenneth, save the, Kenneth Hagen say this myself. Now, those of you who don't know Kenneth Hagin, I mean, he was a great man of God. His, his work goes on and on and on throughout the world. Rama, all over the world, all over the United States. He said, I count more on my love walk to keep me healthy than on confessions of faith about healing. And he said, if symptoms show up, the first place I check is my love walk. Am I in unforgiveness? And sometimes... We may be and not even realize it. Yeah. To make sure you're walking in love. So are you in any unforgiveness toward anyone? And you know what God showed me too? Because somebody even said it to me. Did you forgive yourself? And I hadn't. I was beating myself up. I was. And I got that kind of personality that beats itself up when it doesn't do. Because of my position. And I, I just beat myself up. And I go, stop that. <laughs> and I, I know that, but I just, it's just, people have different personalities. You know what I mean? And I want to, I want to do the right thing. And then, good. <laughs> and you know what? I think it was, you or somebody said it to me, somebody, and they, did you forgive yourself? And I went, no, <laughs> I didn't. Maybe it was you. I don't know. Whether, whether you know it or not. Your love walk is connected to your health and your finances. It's connected to finances, too. Okay, 1 John 3, 10 and 11 in the Amplified Classic. We're going to read some scripture here because... Uh, <clears throat> Did I say First John 3, 10 and 11? Say it again, sweetie. First John. It's on the sheet there. She's got it up there. But this is made clear, who take their nature from God and are his children, and who take their nature from the devil and are his children. No one who does not practice righteousness. They just conform to those people at work and say, oh, let's, I got a dirty joke. I, oh, I laughed at your dirty joke. I'll say damn because you say damn. I'll, I'll do this or talk about sexual girls and whatever. See, I, I can tell you, Lon, like, okay, you all know Lonnie. And he, and he, you know, he's on the police force. <laughs> I mean, he's a sheriff. And of course, you know, all they say, well, hey, look at those. First time he was in the cars. Hey, look at those girls. Walking down, he says, I only, I made, I only look at my wife, he said. Serious? And they think, whoa, who do you think you are? He said, I'm blessed. Or they'll say, how is, how is he? <laughs> Lonnie, how are you doing? I'm blessed. How are you? I bet you're blessed too. You know what? And they got to the point where they're starting to imitate him. I think. <laughs> they imitate him. They're going, they say, he says, how are you doing? And they say, they start saying to him, I'm blessed. And now they're asking him questions when they're in the car and he's preaching all night long because he works six to six. And when he can, if a big, you know, something happens, well, of course they take care of it. But see, I am telling you, he's telling me they're asking him questions. And he has ministered to so many of them. <laughs> it's, it's, and that... Once in a while, they'll appear up at the choir loft, when they, but they've got their radios on, and then they'll disappear, because <laughs> I've seen them up there. But, but it, it's okay that they do it. But, they, but uh, the, uh, 
there's just, see, you can, instead of them influencing you, you influence them. But you got to be strong in this to do it. See, we now got somebody else here working in the, with the sheriff department. <laughs> with, well, he's at the jail now working with Lori. She's babysitting. No. <laughs> That's okay. Take care of our little boy. <laughs> no, you're a, you're a big man, big fighter. <laughs> anyway, let's go back to the scriptures. <laughs> This is very clear who take their nature from God and his children who take their nature from the devil and are his children. No one who does not practice righteousness, who does not conform to God's will and purpose, thought and action while he's at work, while he's downtown, while he's in his house, is of God. You're not of God. Neither is anyone who does not love his brother. His fellow believer in Christ. Go ahead, dig first. For this is the message, the announcement which you heard from the first that we should love one another. First Peter 3, 8 through 13. These are some really specific scriptures. Really specific. See, loving life and seeing good days is connected to your tongue. And my tongue. <laughs> uh, finally, all of you should be of one and the same mind, united in spirit. Be merciful and sympathizing with one another. So you know what? If somebody's down and out, pick them up. What's wrong with you? Where's your faith? You just should be saying that. Don't do that. All you're doing is going, give me a hammer. You know, it's the truth. Been there. And come on, be merciful like God is merciful. Read Psalm 103. It's loaded with mercy. As far as the east is from the west, so, God, so far as God's mercy toward them that love him and fear him. I love him and fear him, and I don't need to be put down when, when you know, lift me up because I'll lift you up too. Yeah. From the east to the west, it's a continuous circle. That's how much his mercy is. It never ends. His mercy never ends. The word, the word of God is truth. I'm, I'm just being real. Because this is what I believe. Okay. So, you know, be merciful to one another. Loving each other as brethren of one household. Be compassionate and courteous, tender-hearted and humble. Boy, she must not get in the word. Because look at her. She got, ooh, she got those symptoms. Okay. So, never return evil for evil or insult, scolding, and tongue lashing or berating. Now, I've heard that, though. Somebody will say something to somebody, even in the church, and they'll smart back. Now, what you got to do is walk in love and shut your mouth. Stop the whole thing. I'm so, so okay, but on the contrary, blessing, instead of tongue lashing, praying for their welfare, their happiness, and their protection, and truly pitying, it's okay, I mean, to have mercy on them, and love them. For know that to this you have been called. You've been called to this. Take that. This is truth. That you may yourselves inherit a blessing of finances and good health and joy and peace from God that you may obtain a blessing as heirs, bringing welfare and happiness and protection. Because the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, patience, kindness, goodness. Okay. For let him who wants to enjoy his life and see good days, good whether apparent or not. It doesn't look like we're in good days, but you're going to have good days if you do this. Keep your tongue free from evil and your lips from guile, from treachery and deceit. Let him turn away from wickedness and shut it. And let him do right. 
Let him search for peace, harmony, undisturbedness from fear. Oh my gosh, the food's going to dry up. They're thinking of killing all the animals so we don't have any food. We better, oh my, fear, 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 fear. Oh my gosh, what if they start? Yeah, they, they actually did attack the water system in Pennsylvania through computer. And I've, I'm not afraid. I mean, I'm not. Amen. If y'all want to come out, we got a well. <laughs> we have well water. <laughs> okay. Anyway, fear, agitating passions and moral... Con and see, seek it eagerly. There's so much fear out there. I mean, they're talking about China closing them up all winter and they better get... I don't know if you knew that. I shouldn't even tell you this junk. All I saw was headlines. That's enough that I know. I don't read this stuff because I don't want to waste my time, but I, I, I see the headlines that I know. But it's just the truth. The fear is trying to get out there and don't let it come in you. Don't let it come in you. Okay, so seek his, you know, that mm, the fruit of the Spirit. Do not merely seek, desire peaceful relations with God, with your fellow man and with yourself, but pursue it. Run after it. Run after it. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> run after it. That's what it means. Pursue means run. And with your, whoops, go after it. Just go after it. Okay. Go ahead. How long did I put there? Was that? Okay, 13. <laughs> okay. For the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. He looking at you who are upright and a right standing with God. And his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord against them who are Christians and who oppose them because they're practicing evil. This is written to the church. This is written to the church, not to sinners. Sinners aren't reading this. I mean, not to people who aren't born again. He's trying, okay, he's trying to tell you what to do. He's his, but the face of the Lord goes, they're not doing what I told them. I've got to turn my back on them. To oppose them, to frustrate and defeat them. Go ahead. Now, who is there to hurt you if you are zealous, zealous followers of that which is good? I used, we used to sing a song way back in the 80s. The zeal of God has consumed me. Wait, wait. It burns within my soul. A driving force that cannot be stopped. A fire that cannot be controlled. Oh, I love that song. I, and it was the truth. That's how I felt. You can, oh. In fact, I remember I used to whirl around and dance like crazy. I didn't care what anybody thought of me. <laughs> anyway, so we're said, okay. Um, I'm jumping to, okay. Um, Wait a minute. Ephesians 1.3 says, we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. But you know what that means? It means that, now I'm, I'm jumped way ahead of myself. Where did I put it? But I, I wrote it down. Um, okay, we actually are supposed to be able to have heaven on earth. There's, a, a, it is called the Norley, Ken. Okay, uh, the Norley, re it's called the Norley huh, vis uh, revision of the Bible. I mean, you know, a translation of the Bible. Okay, because all that stuff. Okay, and, and it says, we are blessed on the earth with everything that heaven already enjoys. So we can have heaven on earth. That's what it's saying. The, the, our Father, which we used to call the Lord's Prayer, says there, it says that God wants you to have, every, thy will be done on the earth, just let, I've, I've got it if everybody just lets me. Okay, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And we had to memorize that as a kid, but you know what, it was all in my head. I said, blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, now that I'm older, I went, oh, 
The Lord's Prayer says, Thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. See, you're citizens of heaven. And it says it in Ephesians 3.20. Am I keeping you too long here? No, bring it on. I'll be, I'll be okay. So you know that death and life are in the power of your tongue. And it's not death and life are in the power of God. Death and life are in the power of the devil. Death and life are in the power of your own tongue. See, our tongue is for love words, for faith words. Not for hurtful, put down, damaging, harsh words to each other. Some of you don't even realize you're doing it. Serious, you, you do not know you're doing it. Nope. Or it's the tone of your voice. Yeah. Yeah. It should be sweet. Yeah. Practice it. I don't care if you're 100 years old. Practice it. Yes. Sick days are not good days. Because <laughs> we're supposed to have good days on earth. Yeah. Sick days are not good days. Yeah. Yet you don't condemn somebody while they're sick either. No. That doesn't help them get well. Broke days are not good days. Strife days in a marriage or family are not good days. Your love life, your peace, your joy is connected to how sweet your life in your own home especially can be. And it's your words, all of you. I mean, sometimes people do it and they're not even aware of it. Check yourself and quit looking at the other person. See, it doesn't mean you are passive or you let things go on because you're walking in love. Love is not permissive. That's wrong. Continue. But it does it in a constructive way. Joshua 24, 15. And you know, I said to put it up there. But, um, okay. And if, if, it, if it seems right to you, it, uh, I'll get her. she'll get it up there. Joshua 24, 15. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, even before you get married to somebody, choose and talk about it for yourself this day whom you're going to serve. Amen. Now he's talking about, this with Joshua. Whether the gods which your father served on the other side of the river, are you going to do what your family did? Are you going to do what your relatives did? Are you just going to do, or are you going to be different? Which we were in ours. Okay, so on the other side of the river, they were, it was all, they were throwing babies and torturing them in the fire and, you know, was abortion and all of it was the same thing going on now. Chemical abortion. Burning them. Baal worship. And, or the, the gods of the Amorites, that's who they were. In whose land you dwell. But as you settle this, in your marriage, Come on. beforehand. Yeah. As for me and my household, yeah. we're going to serve the Lord. And I don't care what. We're going to put it down like we're going to serve the Lord. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> you don't ask the Lord. <laughs> you don't ask the household if you want to serve the Lord. Because I've had people tell me that we're Christians. Yeah. Even spirit-filled. And they said, well, I asked my son, you know, I'm going to give him the choice if he wants to go to church or not. He was four years old. I went, you're wrong. Can't make a decision at that. See, you take authority because you love your house. Well, I'm a woman. I can't. You want to bet? When it comes to him, I love him. You have to put him first and care because you care about people. Now, I've, I've got stuff about the love confession, but I think I'm going to stop. You know, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, we've, we've got sheets that we have put out. And some of our, are, are we keeping up with those things back there? I'm not sure. Our, you know, go there once. It's a love confession. Go there. 1 Corinthians 13, amplified. Real quick. This is how I started. The love of God abides in me. It abounds in me. And it does. It, it, he put it in our heart. He shed abroad in our heart the love of God. Yeah. The Holy Spirit did. Come on. Therefore, Come on. we endure long yeah. and we are patient yeah. and we are kind. These, this is the word of God. Amen. 
Love never is envious or boils over with jealousy. Want to bet? Yeah. Ah, I mean, it does. <laughs> but are we doing it as Christians? It's not, whoa, look at me, man. I learned all that. Both, we are nothing but God's vessels. <laughs> but I got to tell you, know, it's not boastful or vainglorious. Does not display itself haughtily. Well, I know more than thou. Okay. It is not conceited, arrogant, or inflated with pride. Mm. You know what? Sometimes when we get offended real easily, the Lord showed me that I had, when I get offended easily, I have too much pride. I'm just telling you. For your own sake. And I went, God, help me get rid of that. <laughs> Hoit feelings. Not Hoit. <laughs> Hurt feelings. <laughs> okay. But, but see, it's it honestly is pride. He showed me that from First Peter and James. You put them together. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It is, okay. So, love is not rude or an unmannerly and does not act unbecomingly. Tone of voice. Tone of voice, even. Stop it. Love, God's loveness does not insist, I've got my own rights. Well, I worked all day, and I deserve some, some to watch TV, and I don't care if the kids are, have to study their lessons or what. I don't care. Get that stuff out, you know. Get them out of here. Rude. Or, you know what, it could be the wife. It could be this. Well, I worked all day. I'm not going to do this. I'm not bad. See, it's it, anything. And we have to get over that stuff. That is not love. And the love of God is shed abroad. He deliberately shed it abroad in your heart. He did it. His love. When you get born again, that second you do that, it's shed. Love, God's love does not insist on its own rights or its own way, for it is not self, self, me, 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 seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. <laughs> it takes no account of evil done to it. Woo! You know we've all goofed on that. <laughs> you know we've all goofed on the touchy, fretful, or resentful. I'm going to go in the bathroom and pout. <laughs> it pays no attention to a suffered wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously, you got to admit, but you know what? You're going to get stronger and stronger in doing this. Remember, I can remember Joyce Meyer said that one time she, you know, oh, she was so mad at her husband, she... Right in front of the football game that he wanted to watch, he started vacuuming right in front of the TV so he couldn't hear it. And then she said she got to a point where it didn't make her mad, but she ran in the bathroom and stuffed a towel in her mouth and locked the door until she got over it. <laughs> and she learned, but see, admit it and quit it. <laughs> Because you can't, because I've tried all this stuff. And I'm not always, <laughs> still, I still got to fight stuff. <laughs> it does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness. But it rejoices when right and truth pale. You say, man, that guy's, you know, they're always, they're always teasing me and making, putting me down at work. And meaning, ha ha, look what happened to him. Ha ha, no. It would be better if you said, oh, he learned about God. Oh, I don't care what he's done. I'm so glad. Yeah. You see what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of what that means. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, I'll quit pretty quick here. only got 10 pages. No, <laughs> I do have a lot, but I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> but see, you, you endure long and you're not crabby. Well, yeah. <laughs> you endure long. You're not crabby and speak evil. But you're patient and you're kind. You are understanding and merciful as God is merciful. Instead of like, you know, well, oh, I'm having a heart attack. Don't say that. 
Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> I mean, be, be merciful. You don't speak harshly and start yelling with a disgusted, put-down tone toward the person. See, love changes the tone of how you handle each other. Otherwise, you're turning them off toward God. Love cares for others more than yourself. That's it. That's the big one. Not always easy. And it goes out of its way to help and change the attitude of others. Now, somebody could have just, you know, let's say there's a home situation and, and people, rah, 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 you know, and thought, well, I'm going to be nice and do something. I'm not going to say a word. Other times you may not. <laughs> but this time you controlled it. But see, if you can kind of practice that <laughs> off and on. See, love will give more than it takes. Maybe you give all the presents and you never get one. Oh, well. <laughs> see, it's not self, self-centered, me, me, me centered or selfish. It lifts up others and not tears them down with gossip and judgment. It looks for a way to be a blessing and build them up. Amen. It does not tear people down. It doesn't tear marriages down, homes down, or children's down. You know, I know I shock some people <laughs> when your daughter got me, <laughs> granddaughter, and I, it was in this beautiful place outside, you know. <laughs> and I said, you know, and they didn't expect me because they expected it just to be this formal ceremony. <laughs> And I, so once in a while, I throw stuff in there. <laughs> and I just said, you know what? It would do people to good if, if their marriage starts to break down. Instead of gossiping about him, and pray for him. And I mean, I noticed somebody went like that. <laughs> and somebody told me, they said, who is that lady? <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. It's an opportunity. <laughs> When you say those, oh boy, well, I, I think I will stop. Um, I'll just put where I stopped here. <laughs> so, um, and this was just strictly from God, because I was writing like mad, you can ask him. All of a sudden, I washed my hair, and my brain got free. <laughs> and I said, I sat down on the, on the chair <laughs> and start writing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so wash your hair more often. <laughs> well, okay, just, just be sure, you know, all you have to do is you don't even have to have the feelings for forgiveness. It says you... You forgive as an act of your will in faith. God, your word says, I'm supposed to forgive. I'm going to obey your word right now. I forgive so and so as, as an act of my will. And I'm asking you with all my heart, Lord, that's what I say. Please take away these feelings. <laughs> and you know, he did. <laughs> you know, but otherwise you just walk by faith and say, I forgave. Nope, devil. Nope, nope, nope not going there. Not going to think of bad stuff or tell people what they did. <laughs> and you got to do it because it's for your own welfare. It's for your own health. It's for your own finances. It's for your own, you know, joy. We're supposed to have joy and peace. You know, the other day, there's, there was a song we sang too. We shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And all of us, yeah, but wait a minute. All of a sudden, I went... I'm supposed to go out with joy and be led forth with peace. I think I heard my pastor say that once, Vansie Dufresne, and I went, I never thought of it that way. I will go out, out of this world with joy. And I'm, I mean, I don't want to be sad anymore. I think I was sad for two months or longer. And I, it, everything was just going cuckoo. And... Um, and it, it's just then pretty soon the sickness, you know, comes on or symptoms and, and um, 
you're trying to pull out of it and you're trying to continue on what you're doing and, and you have to keep going <laughs> when other people would lay in bed. <laughs> but I had to <laughs> not because of this. That's fine. That, that makes, makes you stronger. Hallelujah. So God, but just, just, you know, take stock of this. Because <laughs> that's the way to be a Christian instead of just being, <laughs> we take it too much for granted and too uh, casual. It's not going to work. Not in this day and age with Jesus coming back soon. Mm -mm. This is like the double anointing that you need, that Elijah needed to go up. And he, the double anointing fell on the person who followed him. The person who went to the right place to listen to the word. Amen. So you are dismissed. Okay. See you tomorrow morning at Bible study, whoever comes.